0: Hello, welcome to the Gab and Jules show. No Gab Marcotti today because he's crying in Philadelphia. Oh, bless him. (laughs) Sorry, Gab, but the the, the Super Bowl didn't go in his favour. And he's his favourite, Philadelphia Eagles. There's always next year, Gabby, don't worry about that. Instead, Don Hutchinson is here, man. Thank you so much for coming. There's a packed show, of course, because we had some controversy and drama in the Premier League and some great results, some great goals in Germany. Big results in Spain as well with Barcelona winning, Real Madrid winning another title, PSG. Oh, a car crash it is. Uh, but we start at uh, West Ham. West Ham against Chelsea on Saturday. I know it's a few days ago. Mm. Uh, but it was a big game for Graham Potter because away from home, the form had been terrible for awesome. Chelsea. I mean, overall, the form had been terrible. Two wins and 13. Yeah. And and they go to West Ham. Not an easy place to be. West Ham a yeah. little bit better. And what happened? The first half is actually good Amazing. for Chelsea. Amazing.
1: Amazing. I thought they looked slick. I thought jafélix Felix was amazing. I thought he looked really good, scored a great goal. I thought Enzo in the middle of the park dominated. Declan Rice this morning talking about how good of a performance it was from him. Yeah. And he had to try and problem-solve and figure out how good he was and where he was shifting the ball. And then my feeling when I watch Chelsea is there are a nice side to watch, beautiful side to watch at times, as in the first 30 minutes against West Ham. But if you stay in the game mm. and you get to an hour and you're 1-0 down or 1-1-0-0, They're not a ruthless side under Graham Potter. I think they're an easy side. Sorry, I think they're a good side to watch. They're easy on the eye. Mm. But they should have put West Ham away in the first half an hour of the game. They didn't. And then they paid the price.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, great goal by Joe Félix. Beautiful finish, one coming back from the from the suspension. The ball from Enzo yeah. is, is, is even special.
1: even the finish. You know, any kids watching the finish, it was an instep finish. But right the last second, he just opened up the ankle yeah. just to guide it into the
0: corner. It's, it's such a. I mean, he's a beautiful. player. He's a lovely player. I love him when he's like that. So in that first half hour, let's say first half, yeah, with the ball, everything, the elegance. Yeah. you know, going forwards. The vision, the passing. There's a couple of times. There's one time where he could put Mujuk through and keeps the ball a little bit too much, maybe.
1: It's a mystery, really, why when you look back on his career, why he signed for someone like Simeone with his. I mean, who
0: told him it was a good idea?
1: I've got no idea. I've been been tweeting. I've been tweeting Jules constantly about Xavi because I'm a massive fan. Yeah, and I've always thought if he was under the likes
0: of Pep. I think Pep would turn him into the world's best. Yeah. I think he's I, amazing. I know, I know. I agree with you. But they let West Ham come back into the game, that goal, that MSN score, that a team like Chelsea should not, you know, no. from the ball was from the right-hand the right side with the cross, and yeah. up with the left wing back. Yeah. I thought oh. Bowen was the problem for them. In, yeah. in in that
1: scenario, I remember watching the game unfold and Jared Bowen had made a run down the right-hand side and he didn't get the ball. And he sort of ended up standing still, but he stood still for an age. Yeah. And I thought Enzo Fernandez in front of him and Badger Shield behind him, there was no sort of communication between the two. He was the one that then flicked it on yeah. and then Emerson ran the far post, got the tap in. But it was a good recovery from West Ham. But
0: after that, from Chelsea, the second Nothing. half... I Nothing. don't know. Do you think physically they're not they're not up for it? Do you think that mentally when they get paid back like that and like you said before under pressure yeah. they're not ruthless enough? Well I want to see who's,
1: who, who's the one in that team Jules or the two or three in that team that's ruthless enough to go and get goals. Because even though I'm a massive João Felix fan the contradiction is He's never had more than ten assists yeah. a season. No, that's He's true. never had more than ten goals a season. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's not a slight on him, it just tells you that his output is not quite there. Yeah. Havertz doesn't convince me as a number nine. No. Fantastic
0: footballer. But you know, we go back to what we said a, a bit the other day. So you've got a lot of new players and young players. Mudrik is young and this is raw, only to him. Very well. Joe Felix, Madweke is young yeah. and Ro as well. This is only to him. is young and this is yeah. only even if he's He's got the potential to be, you know, one of the best in the world and a proper leader, but this is all new to him. Yeah. You go to a place like West Ham. Yeah. And they go back to 1-1. And you've got Antonio and Suchek. Yeah. And Rice and all those, that physicality as well as the atmosphere and everything. And, yeah. And maybe he's like not ready won. for that team. Thiago Silva really is the only one. but Yashil is young at yeah. the back. He's done really well, by the way. Yeah. And Rich James and then Chilwell coming back. Yeah. Rich James look good. But then maybe they don't have enough now to respond to. Teams like that.
1: Maybe, maybe if you look a little bit deeper, maybe if you scratch the surface, it's a Graham Potter, a Chelsea side that's playing the same way as his Brighton side did, yeah. who weren't particularly ruthless. So yeah. their XG, all of the to- every time you watched the Brighton side, yeah. it was quite high and they didn't get the goals. It's almost like, I think Chelsea, I think they want to play, or Graham Potter wants to play the perfect game. And they want to play the perfect game, control the game, look easy on the eye, play nice football, yeah. win one or two nil. Premier League doesn't work like that. Yeah, You've got I to be agree. ruthless. You've got to stick teams away. We've all we've all seen the movie before when you don't take your chances and you win them 1-0 and you give up chances. We've seen the movie where yeah. someone will get back in the game yeah. and that's what's happened to them.
0: VAR had a shocking weekend, of course, especially Saturday. He uh, started with this game. So first call is the offside on yep. the Suchek goal, which is fine. Fine. Rice, Suchek, etc. However, the handball... I mean, he only dives on the ball, doesn't he? So Suchek is a short I think it is, yeah, and it's not it even was, that powerful. No. And then Suchek goes to Grant, and clearly makes he makes dives. a move with he dives he and makes a move with his arm towards the, the ball to kind of slow it down, and then it's easy for. It's frequency. it's it's
1: one of the easiest. How I, I don't know, Jules. I've got I've got no excuse how they've not give that as a penalty, and the excuse that they've give is they thought uh, Thomas Sochak was breaking his fall. So, as in he was falling down yeah, like, and then he yeah, put his hand yeah. to sort of protect it? I mean, come, come on. on. It's, he's dived on it. I mean, like, <laughs> if, if Thomas Socek is standing up and Gallagher takes the shot and it hits him on the arm and he's a little bit, you might say, oh, he's unlucky or his arm was close or he's he's dived on it. Yeah. I mean, how, he's, yeah. done, he's yeah. done Fabianski's job for him.
0: I don't know. It's a penalty. That was terrible.
1: Everything's there. Everything's there for the referee. If the referee missed it, he missed it. But Vars should be sitting there watching that. Take your time. Make sure you analyse it. But, the giveaway was the player's reaction. Yeah. Start. Thomas I mean, Soucek knew can see he on was his guilty. Face, he
0: knew, like, but everyone,
1: uh-oh. but everyone, uh, like Jules, like everyone, <laughs> they're watching a player and Thomas Socek dive on
0: the ball. Oh I mean, how many God. clues do you want? I know. They're so, like, I mean, I think uh, Craig Paulson, who is the referee, yeah. Uh, there's a. F- it looks like I'd a give few him bodies. an ounce. I'd give him an out. I think Ogbonna is not is maybe blocking the view a little bit, yeah. but it's not a hard one to I think to to see anyway. Neil Swarbrick, who is the VR referee for in that, that game. You've got all the angles. How? Take your time. But like, it's, it's just common sense. And we say the, the downfall of VAR at times this season, not just in England, but everywhere, was the guy who's on VAR, Yeah, just his interpretation was completely stupid.
1: See, I think it's getting to the point now where I think referees have got to demand, the on-field referee has got to demand to the VAR officials, yeah. I'm going to the monitor... Get it ready for me. Yeah, so not the other right, around. At the don't, moment, it's the other around. Exactly. So you
0: go, if they say, mm, you should come and have a look. Re- referees are good referees.
1: They know their job. I think yeah. they've lost a bit of confidence. I think since VAR's come in, at times, I think they've stopped reffing games. They're waiting for the VAR guy to see it on a TV yeah. and give them the information. But they're, they've got an instinct, referees, and normally their instinct is quite right. I think referees now should take charge. And as I said, say to Neil Swarbrick, get it ready, I'm going to the monitor. I think something's happened. I can tell by the crowd reaction. There's something on Thomas Socek's face that tells me he's guilty. But I couldn't see it because, like you said, Ogbonna was in the way. Go and get it ready. And then
0: once you see it, you go, penalty. Has to be. It's the only conclusion. I know. I know, it's crazy. Uh, so lucky in the end for West Ham because... They get that one that goes their way. Before that, their second goal was solar rightly. So as we said on the Suchek uh Suchek goal for, for offside. Yeah. From a Western point of view, one of your former clubs, mm-hmm. this is a bit better. There's the draw Newcastle yeah. away. Now you draw home to Chelsea. Um, you kind of get that momentum going a little bit. You're still only two points, I think, above yeah. the, the, but drop the signs. Goal. But the there signs. But there's this stuff. Yeah. why yeah. is a little bit different? Just realizing that there was urgency there.
1: Yeah, um, and sometimes because David Moyes is a pragmatic manager. And now he's got Italy's number nine in Gianluca Scamacca. He's got Brazil's number 10 in Lucas Paqueta. Yeah. He's got this quality of player to work with. So the style has gone against how David Moyes has managed over the years. He's trying to change the style and make West Ham a little bit more easy on the eye. Um, so that might take a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, Thomas Sochek and Declan Rice were amazing last season as a pair. So Pakitar's come in for Socek and he's playing alongside Rice, who's a completely different player. Yeah. So Pakitar wants to come to the defenders and get on the ball and start all the play, where David Moyes really is the type of manager sometimes, bypass yeah, the midfield, on, yeah. play long, go and press them in their half. So that takes a little bit of time. Um, and I think momentum and confidence. to get the win against Everton important three points, mm. played really well against Newcastle after going 1-0 behind inside three minutes. Yeah. So you come back to St James's Park, you take a good point from there and then deserve point against Chelsea. Well, a deserved point in terms yeah, of the performance yeah. The yeah, luck, yeah. obviously with a VAR. So it gives them that mini run of three games unbeaten.
0: Yeah, I think I Aguert, think I who obviously Amazing came player. from Rennes.
1: You told me about yeah, him then got a year injured. Ago.
0: And then, and then finally played a little bit before the World Cup. Then was really good at the World Cup, although again there was an injury. And now I thought in that game was outstanding. And, and I think the back five is also helping, you know, helping them. I mean, I'm not a Sufal fan, but I think he keeps making the wrong decision. And I, I thought with the ball on the on transition, West Ham mm. made a, there's a few times where they made the wrong call and you know passed the ball there when the ball has to go wide or yeah. the other way around. So it could have even really been better. But I thought. They look more solid maybe than what they used to before. Yeah,
1: no, I'd agree with that. Uh, and that comes with a lot of work on the training ground manager, drilling mm. in the shape, depending on what personnel. And he lost Pacatar to a shoulder yeah, injury during the game, didn't he? Yeah. Um, no idea as well. yeah, that, that, that's a blow. But then Socek comes in and he plays alongside Declan Rice, who makes them a little bit more harder to beat in yeah. the middle of the park. And then they've got the talent up front. You know, they've got the likes of Bowen. They've got, you know, yeah, Ben Rama. Ben they've, Hama, they've got yeah. enough, got enough players where he's got enough bodies to work with, enough skillful players to work with. It's trying to marry up the different styles, I think, Jules. Yeah, he's yeah, trying yeah. To it's marry up. Yeah, we yeah, it's that for, that trying to marry up a different style of play with the guys that I mentioned, yeah. or do you go I a little bit more you. aggressive and on the front yeah. foot and combative and being hard to beat. So that's where I
0: think over the, the last few months, David Moyes has struggled, but they look good yeah. in the last three games. Going back to Chelsea, talking about identity, um, it's still hard to see what, Graham Potter is doing really and we mentioned yeah. the good first half hour where Joel Felix was clearly at the heart of everything and you know they were Enzo was pulling the string and there was a lot of good things there mm. but eventually if you can't be consistent over more than half an hour in yeah. what you want to do with the ball and if the, in the end you just rely on give the ball to Rich James and he's going to put a good cross in the box which is all they did in the second yeah. half really yeah. then it has to be a bit worrying right?
1: Well the players I think might just start to lose a little bit of belief when they can't be ruthless enough to put teams away and they're only at 1-0 and they were playing really good for half an hour. I thought yeah. they were magnificent Chelsea. I thought they looked really good. But my sense when I watch them is if you can stay in the game, I think Chelsea run out of ideas in the last half an hour. I think if you can get, get to the hour mark and you're in it at 0-0, nil, 1-1, nil, one, one, whatever the scoreline yeah, is, yeah. I never then fancy Chelsea to kick on and go and win the game. I don't think it's in them. It's not in yeah, Felix. I'm it's not you. in, it's not in Havertz. Um, they obviously need a top class number nine. Yeah. The worry is, the contradiction to that is, is their style of football doesn't lend itself to having a number nine. Couldn't get Lukaku going. Yeah. now yeah. looks like he's never oh, going to get a game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so even if you, if they looked at someone like Victor Osman, and this is not a dig at Chelsea, the worst, the worst move I think he could make is going to Chelsea because they don't play to his strengths. They keep the ball but their side to our side.
0: Would you not play on his strength on the strength of the number nine that you're going to bring in? Yeah, but if they say if they bought
1: Victor Osimen, he he he's the type of guy. He's a throwback centre centre forward that wants the ball all of the time, and he's yeah. hard, he's brave, he's skillful, but he wants loads of touches of the ball. And I can imagine Osimen coming into Chelsea like Lukaku. Like, I mean, I, could, yeah, I mean yeah, Lukaku I was flying you. at Inter, and they went side to side, and there was there was those crazy numbers when Lukaku was playing. He had like six or seven touches. Yeah. Well, that tells me two things. It's either the player's lazy, which Lukaku isn't. Or the team's not servicing him. I know. So then you bring another striker in, they've got to change their ways. They can't just go side to side if you buy a new striker. So that's the worry. And if you persist with Kai Havertz, who's not a natural number nine, Mm -hmm. very, very good footballer, he's not going to get
0: 20 goals a season. I know. So work has to be done. Yeah, it is a worry. So Wednesday is... Dortmund-Chelsea, yeah. of course, in the Champions League. Dortmund, who we will mention a bit later. In good form. 6-6, six six, uh, since the restart, pretty incredible what they're doing at the moment. Something that we mentioned a little bit before with Gab, and went a little bit unnoticed, I think, and I wanted your opinion, was because I know you like what Badia has done so far for Chelsea, is that yeah. he obviously was not registered in the Champions League squads. Mm. So you've been playing with Thiago Silva and Badia as your pair of centre-backs, in yeah. the last four games, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, five yeah. games and then on wednesday you need someone else to play alongside yeah. Silva, right whether it's Shaloba, yeah. whether it's coulibaly whether it's I don't, know, for, I don't think for fana is really but yeah someone else has to so play that either. looks
1: on the face of it it's how strange how really weird is that that's weird isn't it so you're going to have you're going to have a partnership in the premier league
0: but break them up in yeah. the champions league exactly That feels weird for someone who hasn't played for four games now in the league clearly because yeah. it was by jashil playing for the last yeah. four games i mean I just, I, 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 and i know you had a choice to make because you had seven and you only could pick three from the seven.
1: Yeah. But if Badger Shield wasn't in Chelsea's 11 and he was a young boy trying to make yeah. his way into the squad, you could understand it. The fact yeah, that his completely. form has actually been really, really good, I think. Yeah, me I too. I think it's been amazing. Me too. That, that That's the only thing I can think of, trying to think of trying to get into Graham Potter's head. Maybe he doesn't envisage him playing every single Premier League game and Champions League game, so he wants to rotate it a little bit, but still not to have him in the squad is strange, because what no. if you get
0: injuries? yeah. But again, the guy who's going to come in, whoever is the guy coming in against Dortmund to face a team that is, at the moment, see, scoring and creating a lot of chances and scoring a
1: lot of goals. See, in a weird way, if it was Thiago Silva, this doesn't really make any sense what I'm saying, but try and try and bear with me. In a weird way, if it was Thiago Silva that didn't make the Champions League squads, you could understand yeah. they're 39. Yeah. Obviously, you want him playing because it's Champions League. He's, and he's your best
0: defender. Exactly. But still, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in, no, yeah, the other yeah, way
1: around seems sense. a little bit weird.
0: I know. Or oh, or oh, again you play Koulibaly a little bit more maybe in the league that you've done, like for example this game, yeah. three days before the Champions League is yeah. back. Start your starting centre back pair for the Champions League in the league. Yeah. So you give them ninety minutes Is you he overthinking play it? On Wednesday. Is he overthinking it? I don't know. Potter? Maybe he had to pick he had to pick Joel Felix Enzo, and Zoe Mudric as the three and hadn't just didn't <laughs> have the choice. <laughs> nobody ran out of numbers. Yeah, <laughs> nobody gave him the choice, you know, and he said, okay this has to be the three and it is Mudrik for the pace I guess him or Madweke for the yeah. pace clearly and so he's already so instrumental in so Madueke has made the no no he has not made the no. kill neither so if you don't have Mudrick or Madweke you, you lose the pace that you you, you paid for in the yeah. general because you needed it fair enough um but I d I don't know. I'm I just I am just looking forward to seeing what team he puts out against Dortmund yeah. and how they play because this is a huge game. It's if they get battered against Dortmund, yeah. which is obviously I don't think possible. they'll get battered. I, I No but you know like, if, if things go bad, I don't yeah, know they so, get so red card like something 2-0 yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. What's like was Crane Potter like yesterday yeah. I heard him saying like oh we have to be how Saturday we have to be humble against Dortmund. Why do you have Why? to be humble? Why? Humble be, for what? Can't be ruthless. I know, what's your, the humility? What, what, how he's going to use you to yeah. play against the team on fire at the yeah. moment? No, be, be. Yeah, I don't know, or find another word. Yeah. You know, you don't have to I be mean, arrogant I, going I, to Dortmund. I think but... one of the greatest press
1: conferences I think I ever heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure it was Jose when he was at Chelsea. <laughs> and he named his Chelsea team and he named the Barcelona team yeah, yeah, the day before that. a game. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, this is our team. I know your team. Let's get it on. I know. And it's like, that's what the players want to hear, man. They want to hear your manager going like, yeah, we're going to turn Dort- Dortmund over. Where you wouldn't say we're too no, no, good no, for the yeah, yeah, there's, there's mean. There's ways you can say it, but, but don't be, want- don't be on the back
0: foot. You've won two games in 13. If you were 13 wins in 13 yeah. and maybe there was a risk that you could go to Dortmund and the yellow wall and 80,000 fans against you in the Champions League and you think, okay, I don't want my boys to be arrogant or yeah. complacent because we aren't such good. You've won two in 13. Wait, what? About you <laughs> need to be humble. You've been humbled by your own, re- own results already. Like, know. what's the point of being humble for?
1: Not in the Champions League.
0: You've got to be This is my it. issue now. <laughs> With Graham Potter. I think he's a lovely guy and I think he's a great coach, there's no doubt. And I hope he does well at Chelsea and he ends up Same. but right now he says the wrong things all the time. All the time. So even I don't
1: know, it, I, so even a little bit, even a little bit after the penalty scenario when Thomas Socek handled the ball. Go in there all guns blazing.
0: He know, was a little shut. bit like
1: we were unlucky. I would have
0: destroy the, the fourth. I don't know who the fourth, <laughs> but
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I, which know, I think everybody else would have. I know it's not his style and it's not his character. So you're I asking know, a man, man to change his ways. But I just think for the for the Chelsea fan, they they've left the stadium yeah. fuming. I know. You know, everyone watching around the world are fuming, and then your manager is just a
0: little bit humble and quiet, and it's like, no nah, man, like go in there. I know. And he's he's under so much pressure. I don't understand. Some of the lines that he comes out with, I don't understand. I think there's, there's the going to have to be a point, does.
1: Jules, there's going to have to be a point where I think he's got to change his ways a little bit in terms of his personality. Because you can have two wins in 13 when you're the Brighton manager. Yeah. You know, you can do that. There's no expectation. You, yeah. yeah. It, at times, he's overachieved at Brighton. When you get a job like Chelsea, I was chatting to Gianfranco Zola yesterday. When you get a job like the Chelsea job, the performances, yes, have to be there. But it's not the be-all and end-all of performances. It's the Mm, wins. As a Chelsea manager, you have to win. And when Todd Bowley's pitched up in the stands, texting or on his phone, spending 600 million, he's going to demand wins. And even though we all say, Graham Potter, he'll be given time, which I hope that's the way. You know, If you're then two wins in 17-18 as a Chelsea manager, you ain't going to last. I know. It's, it's, it's just, just a fact. It doesn't matter if it's Chelsea. Frank Lampard got sacked at Everton for one win and 14. Yeah. It's yeah. the numbers. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You've got to win. Yeah.
0: And yeah. you
1: can't be, you can't be, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, 13 points off a top four. As I a Chelsea know.
0: manager, you've got to fight for the title. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, Edzo Fernandez, you know, we saw, uh, obviously his debut game against, uh, Fulham, it was yeah. where there were some good things, but at times maybe too much sideways or, but, but takes you know, time. Yeah, takes this time. Was, this was better. I mean, obviously the assist, the cross, on the goal. Yeah. But overall, really solid performance. Really good. Uh, people are looking. I think at the transfer
1: fee, 115 million, yeah. and probably thinking he's a game changer. Well, he will be. I think.
0: Yeah, I in agree. time, he will be for sure.
1: Um, you know, I, I, I see an unbelievable player there. And again, you know, he's trying, he's trying to figure out the, the weak not the weaknesses, but the runs of Kai Havertz. If he's not making a forward run, then instead of playing that forward pass like he did for Jacques Felix for the goal, mm. he might have to then go, oh, he wants it to feet. So he's trying to figure out Mudrick. Yeah. He's trying to figure out yeah. know, all the players in and around him, the midfield partnerships. So there's a, there's a lot to take in, you know, in yeah, the first is. couple of games, but the signs are really good. <laughs>
0: And finally, so finally, another piece of good news, I guess, and I just wanted your opinion on Thiago Silva's new contract. He's 39, as we said. He's got another year now until the summer 2024. Makes sense, doesn't it? I don't know if he will play as much next season, and I don't even know if the plan this season was to play him that much because mm. he's he's been basically in the team the whole time. Yeah. But You know I'm completely biased. No, you don't have to be. I, I g- just g- love the guy. I just think he's amazing. Judge him on his career. can judge
1: him and you know, you can have a career and then you can fall off and you can dip there's no dip in his performances it's incredible you know he sees the game better than most he reads it better than most Um, his positional sense is really good and whenever you think at 39 someone's going to do him they never do no because he's always got that half a yard he's always got that yard Uh, and I think he's a brilliant player to watch. And I think if you're Graham Potter, I think you, you want to rely humble on him. Yeah, yeah, rely sure. on his experience, how he handles himself. The leadership as well, All yeah, of that.
0: Yeah. Right, let's stay humble. Shall we? Shall we stay yeah, humble? Shall we stay humble? Yeah, yeah. We're very let's- humble today. <laughs> 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 let's see what happens for Chelsea, obviously, in the Champions League in, in New week against Dortmund. Maybe that's a turning point that they were waiting for and good performance, good win there, and then something else.
2: There you go. We're driven by the search for better. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash gab. Just go to indeed.com slash gab right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash gab. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need, indeed. Well, enough West Ham and Chelsea,
0: done. What about some crickets? Let's do it. Arsenal dropped two points against Brentford at the Emirates on Saturday, Don. But the PGMOL apologised to them. Oh, what they said. For VR error.
1: Oh, my word. Days. I was on comms duels on the game. And the block-off free kick, I think it's been in the Premier League. I think going back to Tony Pulis' Stoke days. Yeah. So, off the top of my head, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years. So, when I'm co-common on games I'm always looking for block-offs from wide free-kicks corners exactly this scenario happened yeah. Ethan Pinnock was a centre-back for Brentford on the angle waiting for the diagonal free-kick he was standing in an offside position then he blocked Gabriel so yeah. he interferes with Gabriel's position if you don't think that's interfering if you don't think he's offside which I thought he was fair enough the cross then comes in Pinnock wins a header drops it down to Norgaard who's a yard offside yeah. he crosses it Tony Tapman. There's two offsides in the same move. Yeah. You can get wrangled up in different phases of play. You can you can you can look at it to the nth degree, but there should have been an offside call in there. But again, how,
0: like what like what happened? Did they didn't it's even draw obvious. the lines? Did he even draw the lines? So like what? I, I mean, I don't understand how you can. How can you be? How can you be? Lee if- Mason was the VR. So how, sorry, Lee Mason. Sorry, but, VR, but, sorry, Lee,
1: but. Let's 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 role play for a second. I'm Lee Mason, and I'm checking something, and I'm looking at something, and there's a pen there, and I go, "I forgot to use the pen." <laughs> <laughs> it can't happen, Jules. But okay. I, I forgot to use the pen to draw a line on the screen.
0: I'm it's what?
1: But my job, is- my job as a co-commentator, is harder than a VAR because I've got to call it in real time. Yeah. I get one view, and I've, yeah. and I've got to go. This is what's happened. Yeah. And you, we're not the oracle co-commentators; we don't get it right all of the time. But I watch Ethan Pinnick on the block on Gabriel. He's half a yard offside. Yeah. Then Norgard's a yard offside. It's like you've got to spot this. It's you crazy. have to. This
0: is the best league in the world. I know. It's the best league in the with the I- most. Money, the the most at stake, the most anything you want, and they make blunders like that. I, 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 I've not gotten out. What can I say? I've not gotten out, Joe. It's just, so that one, the Chelsea one that we mentioned before, the one at Brighton, where, where they, they looked at the wrong, wrong player, player, the wrong player, the wrong player. <laughs> I mean,
1: it was a shock over the weekend.
0: Oh. And if you're Brighton, if you're Arsenal and they apologize to you, okay, okay, you take the apologies and you say, and okay. Means, yeah, it's, but like, we lost two points.
1: Well, Howard Webb's got it on now, hasn't he? He's, I mean, he's got it on now to try and obviously fix all the problems. Because the worst thing is, Jules, these are basic problems. You know, they're not tough decisions. You know, these are, these are quite easy. You forget to draw a line on an offside. You mark a, you mark a player wrong instead of the one that's behind. I mean, c- Socek c- dives c- on the ball. It's crazy, isn't oh. it, was, it? was a it's bad weekend.
0: Lee Mason was the VR referee at the, Arsenal, the Manchester United Arsenal game yeah. when they disallowed the, the Martinelli goal for five, remember, yeah. and yeah. and they a foul. Remember, all the bad Americans before Jacob was yeah. They apologized for that because they realized that was a mistake. That was Lee Mason already. Now, Lee Mason has made another mistake against Arsenal in a game like that so what's when that? they're fighting for the title. Five points? Five points, but then you don't know if, no, if no, no. Martinelli's goal stands early on or I, I don't know, know if they win or not. But but just just I mean Lee Mason cannot, I, cannot 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 referee on VA anymore. He cannot be involved anymore.
1: The only thing I would say, and this is not a defence on on Lee Mason at all, is when you look at the pattern of the game. In the end, in my humble opinion, I thought the draw was the correct result because I thought Brentford. Yeah, I thought Brentford's I, I goal should have stood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Abouma yeah. went through, yeah, Gabriel, Gabriel yeah. slipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. thought that should have been. But yeah, still, yeah. if you make a Arteta. You know, you're watching the game and you're prepped from the referees about the laws and the rules of the game and they're not implemented. I know. As a manager, you know, know, when you're in the heat of battle, yeah. players, players we, we can fume and we can vent as players, but the manager's got to stand there and front, up in front of the cameras and Mikel Arteta must have been so frustrated. Yeah,
0: right. So Real Madrid won the Club World Cup duels for the fifth time. Yeah, they beat Al, uh, Al Hilal in the final 5-3, in a final that they controlled. I thought they would be given more of a game, to be fair, uh, but they went quickly 2-0 up. Is their 100th trophy in the history. And I read that, aren't you, like was under a little bit of pressure? Yeah, before what? that, maybe. 31 trophies on the front, you know, Paris, just amazing. Benzema coming back, scoring and assisting. Vinny looked back. Vinny, Vinny as well. Um, so, good... The league now they can focus on the league again, but they got the trophy that they wanted. Well done to them. And like last weekend, do Manchester City don't miss out on the opportunity to close the gap with Arsenal to three points. They destroyed Aston Villa with a back three and yeah. maybe a bit of a worry about earning Haaland.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what his knock is in terms of how serious it is. I think you'll more than likely be fit for the Arsenal game. But what I liked about what Guardiola done was the starting eleven. It yeah. went strong again. Yeah, and I thought I, 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 I you know. We often say in the game, like, you, you, you've got to trust someone like Guardiola because he's so good and you mm. can't question his opinion. Well, you can. Yeah, you can. But you can. And you should. And you should. Because, yeah. you know, when you rest or you don't play Kevin De Bruyne against Tottenham. And Gundogan. And yeah. Gundogan. Yeah. And you allow Jaar Cancelo, I think the best fullback in world football, who does what Pep wants to do in terms of yeah. inverted fullbacks. I thought that was a major error and it was costly. Yeah. I looked at his team at Villa. And as soon as I'd seen the team lineup, I thought, they'll win that. And the fans must have thought that. Yeah. The players on the pitch must have thought that when De Bruyne was back. And they were really, really good. It's how City should be. And that, maybe all off the field problems, is maybe he's give them that little spark to go and think, well, the world's against us. That's sometimes what you need sometimes. And that win I, I knew was coming when I seen the lineup. Yeah. And then i probably make them favourites to beat Arsenal, even though it's away from home. But only just.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll only see. just. Wednesday's going to be amazing. Right,
1: yours. This is going to be touchy.
0: No! What's happening at PSG? Another defeat. Oh, they lost to Monaco 3-1. To be fair, done, they could have been at some point 5-1 down. It was that bad. They were just, they had a lot of players missing, so there was no Mbappe, no Messi, no Verratti, no Hakimi from Kiko, no Nuno no Mendes, no Sergio Ramos, no Kim Bemis. So, okay, but, but injuries can't be an excuse. It was still a decent team. It was still yeah. a good team. But they just never turned up. They, they don't play football. There's theres no team, no team spirit, no cohesion. It's just, it's just so, this so, is another so man- bad.
1: This is another PSG manager that's looking like he's not going to last.
0: Yeah. I don't know. How I do you know. manage
1: that club? Serious okay. question. How do you manage? You put an arm around the players, they'll let you down. If you get stuck into the players, you'll get a reaction for oh, a certain yeah. amount of time. Then they'll let you down again.
0: They argue with each other. They argue with Galtier, with Luis Campos, the sporting director, and there's Bayern on Tuesday night in <laughs> the Champions League. I'm going, I don't even know where I'm going. Why are you I don't going? want <laughs> to go. I don't even, I'd be in the stadium like that. My hands are going to be, I don't even want to watch. Oh my days. I, I don't know. I just hope that the only winner is up. I mean, they, they've hit, they've hit, League, is, this, but yeah, is, yeah, is this rock yeah. bottom? For, for them, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's worse, of course, but two defeats like that against Marseille and Because the, the league's a league, it? it's just They're still five points clear. That's I mean. don't know how. But... Don, Manchester United leaving late, but beat Leeds at Ellen Road 2 0 thanks to an ama- to amazing Marcus Rashford yet again. On fire, any Unstoppable, man. Unstoppable. Um, this
1: is him not just at his best, he is super confident. And I think what happens as well, Jules. I mean, the game was the game. It was it was quite a good game. It was quite yeah. ferocious. Quite a, and I thought intense, Leeds, yeah, Leeds played their part. I thought they started the second half, Leeds like really yeah, strong. They I could agree. have maybe potentially took the lead, but then Marcus Rashford scores a great header, oh. and I thought the two 0 flattered them a little bit in terms of how Leeds played. But he's starting to get that. He's starting to get that perspective. I think Marcus Rashford. If you're a fan and you're driving your car on the way to a game, or you're just driving around doing whatever you're doing, and you hear Man United scored. You're gonna think Rashford, and that's what happens. Just when you're in this purple patch, when you're in this this vein of form, where
0: he's absolutely on fire, mm. everything he
1: touches now turns to goals. He's cruising, isn't
0: he? It's crazy. And you know what? Ten Hag's doing a great job. We've said that many times. I was, I think he made a mistake. I think, and I think he gets, he gets lucky. Lucky is the wrong way, but he gets things he's where now. sure centre back in a game like that for me with Malaysia yeah. I left back is a mistake from yeah. kickoff. But he brings on Lisandro Martinez who has a great thirty minutes or something and then yeah. Shaw gives the assist. Show goes back to left back. Yeah. So there's nothing Ten High can do that is wrong now anyway, even when it's a mistake <laughs> some high in the end and show a great cross for the and then once they won the left after that. It's good. But yeah, well well done to them, really. Uh,
1: so Barça, eleven point gap over Real Madrid. It's done, isn't it?
0: you know what this is a tough game going away to Villarreal like they went away to Atletico Madrid and they won they went away to Betis and they won uh, and they were once again so solid defensively Kunde, Arojo Arojo was outstanding and they scored an amazing goal really when they recovered the ball high they play forward 1-2 Pedro Lewandowski lovely lovely little finish and, and they were good in the end they considered a few chances at the end it was a bit shaky but they mm-hmm. deserved to win and they I mean 11 points with the game in hand obviously that Real Madrid will play in midweek next week against Villarreal, I think actually. Uh but even eight points. They look so strong right now. Playing which well. means that the game against United on Thursday is gonna be what a game. special. So special. What a Can't game. wait for that. and what about Napoli Don it's a game ah, that you uh, commentated on last side. night my favourite side yeah, after they win against Cremonese 3-0 the lead at the top is a massive 16 points because Inter only played tonight on Monday yeah
1: oh, they, they, they cruised again the they had to work for it Jules mm. uh, Kravetskeli on his 22nd birthday yeah. scored in the 22nd minute yeah. it so is,
0: everything is it's written, written for days, in the it's, it's
1: written 16 points clear uh, Osserman got his goal again, yeah. who's absolutely on flames this season. And then, you know, the squad depth now at Napoli, That Spalletti's got to work with. It's not just the starting 11 he's mm. got 17, 18 players. He can make changes and he made changes in the last 15, 20 minutes of the game. El- Elmas, Elmas come on, yeah. uh, Di Lorenzo with a perfectly weighted little clip ball into him, a stunning finish. But the atmosphere was electric. Yeah. The atmosphere was electric before the game. Um, I predicted a seven nil. I got carried away and I thought oh, look,
0: have <laughs> they
1: were not, not too won too far ga- three seven. Yeah, well, you know, but not won a game all season. No. Credit to them, you know, they actually played quite well. And they won at Napoli, of course, in the Coppa Italia. Italia yeah, ago, beat, yeah, and beat Roma. So uh, they're a good side, even though they've not won any games. But their their attitude's good, and they tested yeah. Napoli. But once they got that first goal, it's that movie you've seen before. When you're desperate to get the first goal, and then the crowd were desperate and they were pushing them on, and it was all a bit, it was always a little bit frantic because they were so desperate to take the lead. Once they took the lead, they relaxed and they they played, and it was two, and it was three. Now, I mean, 16 clear, they can't blow it from here. Um, No
0: chance. Surely not. Can't. Surely not.
1: Uh, so Bayern have uh, prepared perfectly for their
0: clash against PSG tomorrow. Jewels with an easy three 0 win over Bochum. Yeah, I mean easy. I said that. I put that in the the quick. Easy with the result. Although at times defensively, they they, get, they just still give away a few chances, which gives me a little bit, like tiny bit of hope. But up from that, how much forward. hope you got? Is it it's not much? I not mean, much. with missing me your team and Mbappe, you know, coming back and be on the bench and Neymar, you should have hope. Of course, I have go- have hope, but. Mm. This Bayern team going forward, especially because I think the unbalance is still there defensively, but they're on fire. Man, Musiala is just so good. They what play a with player. the back three. I think they're going to go back to back four against PSG, but they still have something, you know, mm-hmm. very good going forward. Some, so much depth as well. So much, so much talent. So we'll see. And tonight, Don, on Monday night, as we're recording the show on Monday morning, is the Merseyside derby, of course, between two of your former teams. What do you think will happen? Ah, I can't we should win. say that John Brooks was supposed to be the VAR referee. Yeah for that game after the shock of the eye at the Palace Brighton game he's been taken off it and taken off as well The VR, his VR duties for the Arsenal City game as well so that's a yeah that's, that's a big man. move what do you think for tonight?
1: Uh, I hate this game because I can't <laughs> win I can't win because I just can't obviously because I've played on both sides and I know what it's like being, ha- having a foot in both camps yeah it's 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 a great one for Everton to go into at this present time off the back of the Arsenal win I for agree. Sean Dyke. I mean if he if he goes to Anfield tonight and wins, I mean legendary status. And beating Arsenal and beating Liverpool in your first two games be amazing. Yeah. I can't help but think that Liverpool will react. And I know I've been saying that quite a bit this season. I've always thought, commentating on Liverpool, right, it's this game that gets their season going. Yeah, yeah, and they absolutely. can't get going. They've yeah. got no momentum whatsoever. What I did like was the way that Jurgen Klopp come out fighting yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he's come out swinging by saying, I'm not going to leave. You know, we're in, we're in a bad moment, but think how good the good times are going to be when we start winning trophies. He was bullish. He Yeah, he yeah, was, he was. It and, was. I, and, I, and I think he made a smart move a couple of days ago after the last defeat. He said to everyone, I don't want to see anyone for two days everyone have two days off yeah. so it's like cabin fever me and you spend time together after a month yeah, you're yeah. going to need a time apart yeah, just, just, yeah. Just, the way, just the way it is and he's done the right thing so I can't help but think there's going to be a reaction from their side but still they're not in great form so it makes in all honesty it makes for a really unpredictable
0: game it makes for a it great game uh, so I'd let it go Madrid needed a miracle uh, from Jan Albach Celta Yeah, 1-0 win. Uh, Memphis Depay by the way, 89th minute winner, uh, which is special for him. But before that, I mean, they were saved by the crossbar. Savage got sent off again for Atletico, who had a kind of couple of good chances early on and nil nil, And then Oblak made this incredible. I mean, the reflex on the line, it would have been an on goal, I think, from Hermoso. Incredible. I mean, he was incredible again through the whole game. And in the end, they get a win. Not really playing well at Atletico, but they, they just have to win to stay in that yeah. top four bracket because behind them, there's, they've got good teams. They've got Betis, Real Sociedad, Villarreal all around them for fighting for that third and fourth place, you know, behind Real Madrid and, and Barcelona. So huge win, huge win. But a big thanks to O'Blag for, you know, for the win. Tottenham went from beating Manchester City. Uh, to being humiliated by Leicester in the space of one week, Don, What happened? And by the way, to make it worse, they also lost Rodrigo Bentancur for the remaining of the season.
1: ACL injury, by the looks yeah, of it. That, yeah, that's yeah. a real blow. I mean, they were defensively all over the place. Oh,
0: Pedro Poro for start. Uh, Eric oh, yeah, Dier. Yeah, yeah. Eric Dyer.
1: Eric Dyer for me. Oh, Dier as well, I mean, you know, there's two goals that I saw. And I saw all the goals. I seen in the game, but there was two goals where Eric Dyer's passive and he's standing off Iniacho for one of the goals. Oh, doesn't Why engage him. I don't know. Go and close him down. And then Harvey Barnes, he does exactly the same thing. Yeah. And then to make it worse, which I hate, it's one of my pet hates, yeah. he starts pointing at everyone else. <laughs> you do this, you do that, you do it.
0: Oh my word. I mean, that is so that
1: is Tottenham. How can or, you
0: be so good one week and so bad the I've next I've got one? no idea.
1: I've got no it's idea. It's so maybe, may, very spursy getting yeah. up for Man City and then getting walloped. <laughs> and the four could have been six.
0: Yeah, easy. They got
1: walloped. But, easy. but but good on Leicester, you know they're back.
0: Yeah, 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 and I mean they actually was they took they took their goal really, yeah. and the Mendy goal he was never, sc- I what? mean he never scored anyway in no. the first place. But Best never, goal of his lifetime, ever. of his whole family, forever, generations <laughs> and everything. Every Mendy player, that's the <laughs> best goal a M- Mendy's ever scored. Uh,
1: Milan finally won a game. Yay! Wasn't pretty, but they beat no. uh,
0: Torino on Friday. Yeah, they did, and they needed that badly, didn't Absolutely, they? Because yeah. they ran the table when they were in, slipping down the table, and before. Welcoming Spurs, of course, in the Champions League on Tuesday night. Big win. Giroud with the goal. Theo, who's also been pretty poor in the last few games with the cross, so a bit of kind of bit of momentum, a bit of confidence, bringing back in Zlatan on the bench. Yeah, I think even that, that kind of leadership that they missed too, uh, will be good and let's see when they get everybody fit again like Ben said, you know fully yeah. fit all the they're just very guys. fragile at the moment yeah, aren't they yeah they are you, I mean I I 5 2 that he tries to play in yeah
1: is... I, I toss that coin when I think Milan Tottenham yeah I just I toss know. it and go it's,
0: be great. it's going to be a great watch could be a great it's going great, game. To be a great watch on Tuesday night Don I thought Nathan Jones was one of the best coaches in Europe best, I mean I heard him saying it best, so best I, in Europe you know best best XG best XG against best everything you want uh, although he, you know he doesn't want to marry Welsh women, but that's another matter. He doesn't want to Not be a like PE teacher. So why was he sacked after ninety-five you days? You can't
1: then? sack the best coach in Europe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there was too much waffle.
1: Oh my word! I mean, I love a manager that's emotional. Yeah. Conte's emotional. I agree. I agree. Nathan Jones was very, very emotional. And whenever I was hearing, hearing him speak, I was like, "Stop talking! Stop talking! <laughs> please, don't please stop talking!" Is Jeez, d- he was just, like, d- 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 and then you've, uh, and then. You do all of that and tell tell the world that you're the best coach in Europe. Of course, you're going to lose the next game. It's just standard. And then he blamed it on he blamed it on Wolves being down to ten yeah. men.
0: Yeah, yeah, for for seventy five minutes or something.
1: It's like Can't and, and you know, it just... he's, he, he, yeah, it was coming. It, maybe it was the maybe it was the poor appointment in the first place. Maybe it was too big for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, maybe board need to take a look at themselves. But um. I thought that was a sharp learning curve for him, what it's like to be a Premier League manager. Sometimes just, because you lose the dressing room
0: exactly as well I know from
1: a player's point of view when you've got a manager telling the world that you're the best coach in Europe the oh. players behind the scenes are going
0: especially when you've won one in I don't know Nine in, the, or ten yeah, in, the yeah. in the league or something crazy like that it's just incredible
1: oh, uh, so Dortmund have never played uh, Chelsea before this week uh, Champions League matchup yeah. and uh, they're prepared for a 2-0 win over Werder Bremen their sixth win in a row 6-6 six in
0: six, to be fair on fire, on aren't fire. They? Yeah, on fire and eight.
1: Dortmund keeping clean sheets I know never I happens
0: know. I know you're right. And they, they played really well. Uh, to be fair, I thought even if the first goal took a bit of time to come, uh, Jamie, uh, uh, uh Gaino that's how, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, wonderful goal, by the way. Stotterback come in and, and, playing him with him. Uh, and Bino Gittens, one of the younger players again, uh, making wave this season. Love a Dortmund. young player at Dortmund. and yeah, that's the amazing, coming it? from city, the young Englishman. Great. And then Julian Braun, who's been outstanding and who will face Kai Harvest, one of his best friends. They were yeah. together by Oliver coming through as well. So, special night for them too. But man, I would not want to face and Dortmund have the issues, of course, and you never know, they can full goals just oh, like oh,
1: They can let you down. They're the best so, team, best team in Europe yeah, at letting you down.
0: They could I think they could be the best opponent for Chelsea to have on on Wednesday and the worst opponent <laughs> for Chelsea to have. And that's great because Chelsea could be the same for Dortmund. Yeah. So it's gonna be again fascinating towards them too, but they certainly have prepared in the in the in the best way with another win and you know, keeping in touch with Union Berlin and with Bayern at the top mm. of the Bundesliga. So so really good. Dolan, I feel that since on this show, you yeah. said that Newcastle were the perfect team. <laughs> I'm like Nathan Jones, are I? <laughs> they haven't really been the same. They drew again this weekend, the third in a row. What's going
1: on? Right. How do you see this? See, I'm always glass half full. Yeah, me too. Right, me too. always. So you can say, if it's half empty, you can say three draws on the spin, lost a bit of momentum. Yeah. Bruno's not been playing. Yeah. He's a miss. Yeah, Or, sure. half full, you go... Newcastle are unbeaten in 17
0: that's true as well so
1: still pretty formidable very true you know when you look at all the top very teams true. across the Premier League the Man United the Man Cities, you know the Liverpools the Spurs etc etc to be unbeaten in 17 true
0: it's, it's still true. pretty
1: amazing but yeah. I know what you mean I, I, I get the sparks just gone a little bit
0: it feels like it feels like, and they concede goals which they didn't before yeah. you know that's true yeah. I mean it's only one goal again but exactly yeah but before they hadn't conceded since like November oh, it was or, like something. It was or something 12 hours or something
1: maybe like, maybe subconsciously the Finals had an impact on you the players, like, yeah. You know, maybe, a, maybe a league Cup looked forward to in, in a I couple just, of weeks' you time. Know what?
0: I just see that top four, I mean, for third and fourth, I mean, for fourth place, sorry, yeah. going down to the wire. Them and and if they miss out on one point, for example, yeah, then you maybe go back to this Bournemouth, game true, where you think, okay, this is a game that you have to win if you want to finish top four, true.
1: But again, half full if Newcastle beat Man United in the cup final and finish fifth. Are still yeah, 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 An yeah, yeah. amazing true, true. season because Newcastle are yeah, yeah, well no, no, no. ahead of where Newcastle thought thought they could they, they should be this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they been in the bottom two, only winning one game when Eddie Howe took over. Yeah, to be yeah, fighting. I mean, Newcastle was second at one point, Jules. No, 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 no. You're you right, know, right. You're right. Still you're right. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I get know. it. Still very good. Yeah. So, um,
0: so it was the Ryan Cherky show for oh, Leon. Oh my god! And you know what? I've since he was 16 and made his debut, we've said what an incredible talent and gifted player he is. There's no doubt, and then. Which I think normal. I mean, you started really young, but at that age, the consistency is your Aww. main issue. You could was be, he sixteen? Yeah, he was sixteen. But you could see the talent already done, yeah. incredible. But then there was one good twenty minutes, and then nothing for the rest of the game. Next game, nothing. Next yeah. game. Now he's got a consistency. He's called three and three now. And yesterday it was amazing against Lens So big yeah. clash for Lyon, who needed points. Lens who were third in the table. Uh, before Monaco win against PSG, they, they both both went for it. It was it was intense. It was good, a, a, a lovely assist for Lacazette on the first goal. He plays behind Lacazette as a ten now. Right. He can play second striker. You can play him wide, but yeah. he's got right foot left foot. So he t- he's one of them who takes corners from the two side in swinging right oh. foot left. Foot. But oh. just. Just like that. He puts the ball wherever he wants. And then he scores. So assist with his left foot on the first goal. Yeah. Goal on the second goal with, from him on, with his right foot. Yeah. But just every touch. So that's so, it then.
1: So that's it. And Chelsea are going to buy him for 200 million.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> probably. PSG wanted to sign him in January. They could not do it. Uh, but you know, every touch and he's so elegant. He's one of those like, he's, so silky and small. Oh, yeah, man. They're love lovely it. players love to watch. It, yeah. Juventus are still without Paul Pogba done, which, by the way, is bad. Really bad. But they beat Fiorentina 1-0. One 1-0, nil, one nil, sorry, to go back into the top half of the table, the 19th yeah. in the table after the, the, the 15 points knocked out. Again, little by little, you know, you yeah. come back and you get a bit of momentum. I, I
1: think they're playing well. It's just all the distractions off the pitch, Jules. When yeah. you get done by 15 points, and you've got to try and react when they were looking like they were going to get top four. And I, actually at one point, you know, probably four months ago, I said, forget Juve for top four. They're never going to get there yeah. then the, then they got themselves in a the title yeah, fight really, all of really a sudden really was did. second i was going i'm no idea how that's happened because yeah. there was something like i think that it was, was eight, nine in a row yeah, eight, eight in a row one winning nil, one nil yeah. and it was like amazing then all of a sudden bang 15 points so they've got to try and react so it was an important win mm. um but one i don't
0: think you can get carried away with because there's so many problems at football and club. you know first time this season so we are february something yeah that he, that Allegri was, a lot, was able to play Kiesa Vlaovic Di Maria from kickoff. Helps. So when you that's your front three, and yeah. you start the season, this is your front three, and then you can only play them mid February. Exactly. Like what? Wow. And, no, and as you said, no poor Pogba. Yeah, as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, is no, injuries is he, have been. due back. Is he? Is he... So he's working in the gym, they say he's not, just, not ready yet, maybe another three weeks. But like, I'm, every time it's another two weeks, another three weeks. Well, I know, read reports that like, they were thinking maybe of yeah, ripping up the contract. Yeah, I don't think I really, that's true. yeah, that was not true. But, you know, he's turned 30 in March. Next month he will be 30 wow. and he hasn't played this season. He's lost He's, he's
1: lost 30. a couple of years, is not he? Yeah, uh, it's
0: sad. It's yeah. really sad. Really sad,
1: uh, so, Jules, something rare and special happened on Sunday in the Scottish Cup tie between
0: Rangers and Partick Thistle. I've not seen it, but I've heard about it. Yeah. So, if you haven't seen it, it's a, it's a cup game, of course. Uh, Ibrox, uh, at some point, Malik Tillman, the, uh, the American attacking midfielder who's on loan from Bayern at Rangers, gets fouled, he's on the floor, uh, and, the uh, the Rangers players put the ball out, so it's a throw-in for Partick Thistle, but they're going to obviously give the ball back to Rangers. But Malik Tillman is on the floor, so he doesn't see that the game has been stopped in that ah. way. So he thinks Partick is just going to a- have a throw-in yeah. and they're just going to play the throw-in. So he goes and presses the, the, <laughs> the guy on the ball, gets the ball back and goes straight towards goal and scores. I mean, at some point he stopped because he's clearly realizing, hang on, why am I the only one running? But he still finishes the move and scores. Imagine the party players go mad. It's like a bit of a fight, everything. And then fair play to Michael Bill. the... Yeah. Uh- the Rangers manager who says, you know what, we can't score a goal like this. Yeah. So let them score. Let Partick Thiesel score. So kick off after the Malik Tillman's goal. And then they literally let the Partick striker go and, and score in an empty net, basically. Which I thought was really gracious for yeah. Man- from, from Michael B. He didn't have to do it. He could no. have just said, well... Good standards, isn't it? Very good standards. And he said, you know, we are Rangers. We, yeah. we behave in the right way. I here. like that. I like that a lot. And he's not the first one to do... You remember Bielsa, which yeah. was against Vela? Sheffield United, Arsenal, I think. Yeah, yeah, that one as well. But it's still lovely when you see a manager saying, you know what, yeah, we made a mistake. Malik didn't know. Clearly, he didn't know. And and it's
1: good that he didn't want to put that pressure on the the young boy as well, so he's not that type of player. He didn't know.
0: Yeah, and Rangers still won, by the way, 3-2, Partick Thistle, psyched them out. So not a good afternoon for him, but yeah, well done, Michael. Bill, I think really nice thing to do. We mentioned Brentford's draw with Arsenal, uh, Don Ivan Tony, who scored the equalizer in the game, revealed after they received a lot of racial abuse on social media after the game.
1: Yeah, it's just horrific, isn't it? I mean, fair play to Arsenal, fair play to Brent- Brentford for coming together yeah. to try and find the culprit. Uh, actually, fair play to Ivan Tony for coming out and speaking. I think he's brave. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's very good. Um, I think more players should do it because this needs to stop. Oh, it's just. It's awful.
0: It's Every horrific, isn't it? Every week we hear and saying like, "Oh, another player got abused like racially." What do we have to do? To it stop should be. That? Like, it it should lifetime idiots. stadium
1: ban. Shouldn't be allowed in football. Maybe a criminal act. I know there has to be. In my opinion, there's got to be a severe punishment yeah. for this. Um, so, Emi Martinez gave his first interview duel du- since the World Cup. What did he say?
0: Yeah. So, if you haven't seen this in the, in the France Football edition of this week, uh, and to be fair, yeah. it was a good interview, and he said like. It doesn't really say per se I regret some of the things I did. So
1: he didn't regret the little thing so that So he did, done.
0: he did with the trophy. He said, you know, the, basically, he did it after the Copa America, which was not already a good idea. Yeah. And this time, he said that the, the other players, like Messi and the others, were saying, "You're not. We dare you to do it again. You can't do it again in the World oh, Cup final." Got if we sucked win. in. So he did it for one second, and he said, like ah, it was it was a bad idea." Uh, he explained, you know, the 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 door, the Mbappe doll. Yeah, uh, that was that. that was bad. And he said basically, when they were doing the parade, everybody was throwing stuff at them, like doors and everything. He picked it up, and he saw it was Mbappe again for a second. And someone's gone. Yeah, and then he threw it back. He said, "How can?" And Mbappe be be my or when he's called focus against me. I mean, he's done, you know. Exactly. So yeah. there was a there was some nice things in there where he showed a bit of you know remorse, yeah. and it was good. And it, it oh, told about good. his story, which is an incredible story, really. Um, but yeah, I'm still gutted that one. And he obviously comes back on the Colombo chance, and he says, you know, I I let him believe that. I wanted him to shoot that way. So yeah. I kind of opened the door a little bit. Yeah. And then I made the save. He said, this is the greatest save of wow. my cold career. Absolutely. Like so, yeah, you know, but at least he gave an interview. He was honest. Good. He answered every question. So you can't take that away from him. So in a way, yes. well done to Emil Martinez. <sighs> Don, that's all we have time for today, no! man. Thank you so much for coming. It Loved was very it. enjoyable. Great top, by the way. Oh, thank you. Cruz Azul from Mexico, 04-05. Home kit. I hope you like it. You know where they come from, anywhere. But thank you to Don Hutchinson for all of you for listening. We'll be back on Thursday, of course. Gab will be back, maybe still with his eyes a bit wet after the Philadelphia Eagles defeating the Super Bowl. But we will obviously review the Champions League and the huge Arsenal Manchester City game from Wednesday night. So, like he always says, love the game, love yourself, love your neighbor or something.
2: Real quick, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window seat over middle? Taco Tuesday over salad? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash gabjewels, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash gabjewels now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash gabjewels.